BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Moji Alawode Al. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word! The Final Word with Frangela! The Final Word. 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 We want to thank you for joining us here on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and MSW Media. Because you know great entertainment and information. That's right, infotainment. And news when you hear it. We also want to thank everyone. Oh, 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 oh. We want to thank everyone for becoming a Patreon supporter. Thank you. And we want to say we are so close to having, what is it, 500 supporters? Yes, I believe that's right. That we are going to do a fantastic little giveaway. So we are looking, we're so close. If we can get a few more uh, at this taping, what we will do is if you are our 500 supporter. We will give you a video, a surprise video. We will send it to you. Okay. Surprise. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Just so, for you. Just for you. Go on over to patreon.com for five bucks. You can become a supporter of this amazing podcast and of Idiot of the Week. It goes both places. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I like to think of it as the, we're like an app, like you, when you pay for Netflix or something, we're like an app that actually could change 
the world. The world. That's what I'm saying. And we want to thank you for, for OGs for being there and new people for signing up, as Francis said, and for increasing your donations. Those of you who could. And remember, we know that everybody has hard times and you may not be able to. We're on a double strike. You may be too, but you can always get people to listen to this podcast. That's really helpful. Or you can get yourself a little cameo video. Mm-hmm. We can wish you a happy birthday. We just wish some people uh, a happy move-in date, okay? Yes, They're moving wonderful. from states. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're so excited for them. We can, I mean... We do a lot of pep talks. A lot of pep talks. You know, the sky. The sky is the limit. Mm-hmm. Just pep talk after pep talk after pep talk. And yeah. you know what? We are peppy. We are super peppy. We also want to remind you, so you go to uh, cameo.com and put in Frangela, go on over there. And we also want to remind you to go to sexyliberal.com to check out the indictment tour dates. We have the uh, show coming up here in Los Angeles on 1021 at the Saban Theater. We have one... 20 in San San Francisco and 24. And we're going to be at the DNC in Chicago, 817-24. Go to sexyliberal.com and check those dates out. Get your tickets. You can always join us every Friday of the Stephanie Miller show in the third hour. That you know what? We just call that Fridays with Frangela or Fridays. That's right. It's the blackest hour mm-hmm. in radio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, 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 oh. And we want you guys to please, please join us in welcoming a new sponsor, greenchef.com. That's right. If you want to build healthier eating habits and keep your taste buds happy, you need to go to Green Chef, okay? Because they can help. Go to greenchef.com slash 60resist and use code 60resist to get 60% off plus free shipping. That's code 60 resist to get 60% off plus free shipping for Green Chef. They make the best meals. It is delicious. Yes. Uh, So we should get started, right? Let me tell you, you know, there's all kinds of things in the news going on and on and on and on about Trump this and Trump that. Let me, let's talk about right now. Thank let's you. get current. Thank let's you. get into reality. Let's get into what is your government doing for you? Let's Absolutely. get into who your president is today and how he and the vice president are working on your behalf. Let's get into that conversation. Medicare drug negotiations have begun. Let me tell you something, nothing more fucking important to anybody over the age of 50, really 40, okay? You know you on medication before you were 40. Okay. But this is the reality. When you are a lifetime, um, not lifetime, but you know, you've had 10, 15 years on your own paying for prescription drugs like for diabetes type two. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we, we can I, I have a friend, everybody's talking about how much Ozempic cost. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Getting these prices out of your budget. And off of your back, out of your debt, that is that is work on behalf of you as an American. And the Biden administration on Tuesday released its first list of 10 prescription medications subject to price negotiation by Medicare. 
The law as directed in last year's Inflation Reduction Act, okay? Which, hello, Inflation Reduction Act. Give hello, it up. Give, give it, it up. up. Give it up, okay? The law allows Medicare, which covers health care for 66 million people. That's almost a third of the American population, everybody, to negotiate lower prices for some of its most expensive medications. The list is of covered medications include popular blood thinner, Eliquis, rheumatoid arthritis, Embril. You know, like, you know, these are all things that help us live not only longer, but better, more quality lives, not in pain, not suffering, not uh, breaking off pills when you feel when you can't afford it at the end of the month. We have all been there. And I think that when you when you move to an even more unsecure for some people income status mm -hmm. having that help and support is really important well i watched katie porter and her whiteboard there's uh you've probably seen it circulating on social media i think it's what is not the act now people but the people they take videos from whatever mm -hmm. but she had um uh one of the drug pharmaceutical companies big pharma uh ceos there and so she had a little whiteboard out and she's like can you tell me what 27 million is and i i think that's right but i may be wrong but it's in that range and he was like uh i think you're talking possibly about my compensation and she was like i am <laughs> <laughs> that's your compensation and then she went through the their uh biggest drug and how the price of it has gone up by over 500 percent in the last three years and so and then she made him take go through is it any better did you change the change the formula and he tried to do some corporate speak which i was just like just shut up and say yes no because she's going she we know the answer the answer is you change nothing but you have and real and then she showed how much his pay increased as a result of those increases in drug price and nothing else that simply increasing that one drug's price and pricing it out so that now each pill was almost a thousand dollars i'm telling you I, I, girl it's just it's absolutely it's egregious it's uh, and and I think that you're that you're absolutely right. The way you started that, Francis, is that why aren't we hearing more and more and more about it? Like we've heard a little bit about it, but people, you need to hear this. This is while Ron DeSantis is attacking some some bullshit that's not happening. Okay, this is real and it is happening to you every month, every day. People, I have been, I bet you most of us have been in line behind some person, usually a senior citizen at the at the pharmacy when they're trying to figure out which pill to get. I have paid for people's medication secretly. I've seen other people do it. And it's ridiculous because the one person who could pay for everybody, just Katie Porter showed it on her whiteboard, the, his salary alone, Right. Could have taken care of a bunch of people's medication. And that's that's something that we really do have to give the Biden administration and understand in a Republican controlled house, they still got the Inflation Reduction Act. That is huge and deserving of praise. Thank you. And that's government working on your behalf. Thank you. Because what I the conversation I want to have is making sure we are looking at, well, I just want to put this before I say this point, that point, up to 9 million seniors are paying as much as $6,497 per month. And they are expected to benefit from price reductions. Quote, today is the start 
of a new deal for patients, Biden said. A new deal, a new deal for people. And that is really, really important for me. We are looking, we are, I'm sitting here caught. I, we have no choice, but to be in Trump's saga and drama, I would love to be out of it. But here we are caught up in it. And we're caught up in the drama about a person who is dealing with their own personal legal issues and the ramifications of it. When that person, if that person were to get elected as president, that person is not going to be caring about your Medicare drug negotiation plan. He didn't when he was in office before. Did he do anything then? No. No. When he had control of the House and Senate. Nope. This is what I want. This is why I want to have this conversation. Because let's just put you first. You as the person. Let's center you and your needs. Not the ideology of the party. But we center you and your needs. Let's move on to the next piece of what our government is doing for us right now. So-called big government that's in your way. Well, the Biden administration proposed a new rule that would extend overtime pay to 3.6 million more U.S. workers. What? What? Thank you. Can we get a holla? Can we get a yes, praise it? I mean, workers making less than about $55,000 annually would be automatically entitled to time and a half pay under the Department of Labor proposal and up from 35,568 set in 2019 under Trump. Okay. The median full-time worker in the U.S. makes around $57,000 a year. So if 50%, if that's the median, that's Do you media. understand how much upliftment that it's is? Huge. A, it's huge. And you know, and I want to keep talking about and and focusing on the upliftment of the regular average person. We are not talking about uh GM. We are not talking about the airline industry. We're not or talking people who have who have heirs. That's you know, right. we're not talking about the so-called death tax because you know what? Most of us don't have anything that we can leave no. to anybody. No, we're talking about most of the working population in America, y'all. It's amazing. You know, when I was when I was young, my mother told me she used to, she used to use this term. She said, "I said, well, don't you get paid more for having to be at work? You know, after the hours they tell you to be there." She goes, "No, it's called love time." That if you love your job, you put in love time. That was, that's what I was taught in the Mm seventies. And that you, and that's how you show the employer who was the United States postal service. Yep. That you want to, that this one individual is supposed to pour love into that organization for free. Your they energy. Don't. They, they don't, don't, they don't they love suck. you back. Let me tell you something. I watched for 33 years that that organization, that company sucked the life out of my mother. Exactly. They don't love you back. When you call in and you need a little love and support, they don't give it. They sure didn't give <laughs> this it. This is a one-sided relationship. 
And this is what I'm saying. And you know what? And and I think that's real a really important conversation to have because we have so many people in this culture, in the American culture especially, who are incredibly overworked, overburdened, outworked, out burnt out from working. And you know, and they don't even have the extra income to show for it. You know, I think that that's really important. They have another job. They have another job to show for it. Because they can't make it on the one. There, There it is. And again, this is your government, our government, our president leading our government to take care of us. We are one voice, one thought, one consciousness, one movement, one union, one nation under God. And I think it's really important because whenever you see, whenever I've watched somebody get questioned about why they support Donald Trump, they say, I like what he started. I like what his policies are. And then when they ask the follow-up of what, what do you like? They don't have anything. They don't have a policy. They don't have an actual bill in, and they will just talk about feelings and, and fighting the liberal agenda, but they don't have a bill. You, we just gave you two things that you can talk about and you have, we have, there are dozens more. I really do believe that President Biden is gonna go down as top three presidents of all time, easy. And I, but I really believe that, that you, you know, you have this, we have this. There are reasons to vote for this man other than we don't want this. Yes. And and that's it's really important to to just not let that get drowned out. Exactly. And when we're no longer no longer does the your answer have to be because I don't want Trump. Yeah. Your answers are what he has done for us and what he will continue to do and what his agenda is. Exactly. And when we give him the when we give him the house, how much easier it will all be. There it is. Georgia Senate Republicans are considering ways to punish District Attorney Bonnie Willis for indicting Trump and 18 other defendants. As I, we were talking about it on Stephanie Miller last week. That's right. Don't get it twisted. While we're sitting over here cheering, they're trying to figure out, Donald Trump is not worried about this. He's got so many flying monkeys working on his behalf. See, he's the wicked witch. But what does she release? She releases all of her flying monkeys to go about, you know, sitting there uh, dismantling the government, dismantling the popular vote, dismantling. Bonnie Willis is elected. That's right. Put her there. He wants to punish an elected official for doing their job. She's a prosecutor. She prosecutes. She's, and this is not, it's not a trivial indictment. It's a 51 count indictment. Yes. <laughs> okay. Of over 19, 19 different co-defendants. And, you know, the fact is that while Biden administration is lowering your drug prices, while they are lowering the child poverty rate, combating, you know, coronavirus, while they're getting overtime pay for a huge number of workers that weren't included in it before, this is what the Republicans are doing. Yes. This is this is the work that they go to work. This is what Jim Jordan is making sure gets done. And this is because and the, working against the people's will. The people put Fonnie Willis 
in, in office. The wrong people did from their point of view, black people. That's what they think. And that's obviously more than black people voted for Fani, but it doesn't matter. The point is she's a black woman and she's not doing what we want, which is allowing this, this treason, this treachery to go unpunished. That's right. So uh, state Senate Majority Leader Steve Gooch threatened to hold legislative hearings to investigate Willis, accusing her of politicizing her 51-count indictment, accusing Trump and 18 co-defendants of a criminal enterprise to reverse the 2020 election results, which I'm going to say, when you when they were doing it in front of our faces out in the open, we've got the tape, we've got we've got video, we've yep. got audio, we've got emails. Not we, but she has emails. Mm -hmm. There is evidence after evidence after evidence. It's not like she woke up and said, "You know what I'm going to do to get famous." Mm -hmm. No, this intelligent incredible black attorney general female sat there and said you know what i'm going to do what i don't see anyone else doing and i'm going to call these and i'm going to say that these people have there must be restitution under the law in fact we have Rudy Giuliani, who wasn't elected, you know, <laughs> official um, and is a lawyer. We have him making up lies about uh, election workers, right? Admitting that they're lies. That's what they do. They just make accusations and they don't care what the damage they cause. This isn't an accusation and it isn't because other people haven't done it. It's because they're crimes. It's the because crimes. these crimes were committed and we all saw it. And the January 6th committee showed us a bunch of this evidence. Plus we all know there's more. But the point is that that the idea of going after a prosecutor, you know, I was watching um, MSNBC the other day and a reporter brought this to light, that this very same bill, this, uh, you know, the ability for the legislature to sanction and remove a prosecutor actually has come up before in the exact same form. It came up before because they wanted, they were talking about um, malfeasance or, or people who have committed crimes. And it was in relationship to a Republican at that time, prosecutor who was, um, I believe, allegedly had done some improper things. And so they brought it up and the Republicans argued against it in the state legislature. They voted it down. They wouldn't hear it. They thought it was absolutely outrageous to mess with people's votes that, the, the, you know, the people chose these people. We don't have the right to do that. Cut to it being a black woman and she's going after the people who've committed a crime in Georgia, Trump and his cronies. And suddenly that bill they rejected for being undemocratic is now the only way to preserve democracy. See, this is the, the thing. Pay attention to people. That's they right. will tell you who they are. That's right. And in their actions and how what they do. Gooch also suggests that Republicans could take advantage of a new law, Senate Bill 92, which allows a state panel to investigate and remove prosecutors. He called it a powerful tool in the toolbox. Meanwhile, Georgia State Senator Colton Moore suggested that a civil war could break out over Trump's prosecution, saying we've got 19 people who are facing the rest of their life in prison because they spoke out against an election. No, they didn't speak out. They didn't 
speak out against an election. That stop lying. We I don't know if he doesn't understand what the word speaking means, but it's something we're doing right now. We are speaking. You know what we're not doing? Rushing the Capitol with weapons. <laughs> it's a whole different activity. No, 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 no. You didn't speak out against the election. What you tried to do was illegally give votes to Trump. You tried to overturn it. You tried to invalidate it. You tried to invalidate it. And in a separate interview, Moore called Willis a domestic threat. Not what they were doing and trying to do. What This is my issue, is we've got people in government who are refusing to acknowledge the law, truth, or facts. Those are the people who don't deserve their jobs. Thank you. And, but that's what they're doing. Are they taking care of disaster relief? No. no. Are they making sure that their power grid is up to the challenge? No. Oh. Are they making sure that unemployed people have access to employment and services? No. That that elderly people can get medication? No. What they're doing is going after the prosecutor for being a prosecutor. It's absolutely a waste. When I think about the vast amounts of tax dollars that the Republican Party in various state legislatures and governments is wasting. That's right. On shit like, excuse me for cussing, on things like, you know, getting rid of African-American history DeSantis. You know, like th that doesn't help anyone. No. In no. any tangible or intangible way. No, no. You know what? All you're doing is stroking the inner ego of racists. And what, you know, and, and that is why I wanted to start with concrete concrete good that is happening for us because we get so focused on the negative we get so focused on the wrongdoing that we can't even appreciate the right you Thank know you. the good that is happening for us a federal judge ruled that Rudy Giuliani was liable for defaming two Georgia election workers when he repeatedly accused them of man manipulating ballots while counting votes in Atlanta during the 2020 election. Thank God. To me, this is one of the huge, besides the, the one of the things that don't, doesn't get talked about enough is the brutal beating and assault of the Capitol Police that day mm -hmm. and these two women. Because to me, those are, for me, are part, and besides what was trying to happen to the American people, the, these particular groups got a lot of harm done to them. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, you know, and, and the police, you know, you, we can point out a few of them by face and name, but these two women, everybody know who they were. It's uh, Shea Moss and Lady, her mother. Yes. Uh, but yeah, just to review, I'm gonna play. We're gonna play this for you. Earlier in the day, Ruby Freeman and Shea Freeman Moss and one other gentleman, quite obviously, surreptitiously passing around U.S. imports as if they are vials of heroin or cocaine. What was your mom actually handing you on that video? A ginger man. A ginger man. I want that to be my new ringer. A yep. ginger man. A ginger man. And you know what? They will never get that life back. No, but they're going to get some Giuliani money. And this is what I loved about this ruling, too. Because what the judge, and it's Judge uh, Beryl Howell, said in the ruling was, you know, Giuliani's been saying all over the place, he don't have any money. I don't have mm -hmm. any money. And the judge is like, 
Mm, that's not quite true, Rudy. You got a $7 million condo on the market right now. See, yeah. this is the thing about money. When that government wants to know what money you have, that's right. They don't, it's not just as a polite question. Okay, they, as a matter of law, have a right to it. And that's why he lost, besides the fact that he did, in fact, defame these two women. The reality is he is doing something that if either of us did it, I don't know how far under a jail we'd be. I'm trying to figure out why he isn't in jail for refusing to, to turn over information. That's right. He's been refusing, refusing. And I have to, and I want to do another call out on that, on this point. I need to call out CNN for their, for their garbage reporting. Because in the articles about... Giuliani in this case and about him refusing to send to to develop to send in this discovery information to the court and to the opposing parties. They put in their articles over and over again that he couldn't do it, that he's out of money and it costs money to to get these records. Now, those are all that's editorializing. Yeah, that's that's not that's not truth. So it's not the law's problem. No, but it's not. It's absolutely not even. It's not even a quote from him. If he were saying, if you want to quote that, this is what he's saying. Why he hasn't been able to do it? That he hasn't been able to. But for you to say he hasn't been able to, of course he's able to. He's refusing to. That's right. And that and that is the thing that makes me so mad about how the mainstream media approaches all these questions. But these two women, they don't care that they destroyed their lives. They don't care that their lives are no. still under threat. They no. don't care. And Rudy deserves to go down. And you can't have a $7 million asset and say you broke. That's right. Okay. Mitch McConnell, again, froze during a news conference and was unable to respond for more than 30 seconds after being asked if he would run for re-election. Francis, you put this so well. You put this so well earlier because he had just been asked what? Sir, will you re will you run for re-election? And literally Jesus took his time. Took his time. Jesus was like, no, 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 not so fast. Not I so couldn't fast. believe the timing of it. It was purely it was perfect. It was time. purely frightening. I felt bad for him. No, it's awful. It actually is really awful to watch it's because he looks, he looks like a child. He looks yes. the fear and, yes. and, and, and lost look in his eyes. It, you can't, you have nothing in that moment, but like, oh my God, somebody help him. And then, and then it just seems cruel that they don't immediately it's just escort him off and, and, and go yes. get him some, some help that they, that their main goal is to just get him, just wake him up and get him back out there to, to assert that nothing's wrong. It's like, can you imagine also when I'm in my sympathetic moment, I have to go back to, but if anybody, if Biden, he trips and we got to hear about it, they're going to play that footage over and over and over. We, right. it, it, it's absolutely inexcusable to me the way that we're this man this man single-handedly controls whether or not we get legislation yes or used to he done now huh the 81 year old fell two weeks prior uh in uh july and has been using a wheelchair periodically to get around we know this happened before he yeah. had this not that long ago he had a, a, a glitch and it was scary and horrible and hard then and it's happened again in a very short time later and when they're talking about him falling, what it says to me is that he's glitching out more than, you know, they are comfortable communicating. I believe this is the last press conference you're going to see for him this year. Well, he should not run for re-election. Well, here we are. Here we are. Diane Feinstein should not, should go. I, I agree. Um... 
I think that, but the way that we do that, and it's really hard with incumbents, is actually we vote for other people, which I hate to say <laughs> for Diane. Um, but the reality is that this would not, this isn't allowed from any Democrat, anything even remotely close to this. You know, it's just, you know, I, I again, I wish him all the best, the best recovery, and the best, um, to make the best choices for his health. You know what, Francis? I'm going to be honest, and I hope y'all don't judge me harshly, because you're not my judge. I hope that he, I hope for him the best about 74.6%. <laughs> like a C, like a solid C. Not a C plus, but like a solid C. Like not quite as much as I hope the average human being stranger doesn't get hit by a bus. Not quite that a much hope. More like the level of hope of, mm, I'll, you know what, I'll let this person with 17 items be in the 15 item line. You know what I mean? Like it's in that area. Right, right, right. You know, because he's evil. So it's hard for me to <laughs> to deal with a man who on the one side of his mouth will say that Donald Trump is responsible for the insurrection and, and it was an awful thing. And in fact, insurrection and, the, and then vote against impeaching him. Like, it's like, I, you know, I really mm -hmm. can't. But you like know what? Good, it's a good 74, almost 75 percent. But you know what? Looking at Mitch McConnell makes me want to recommit myself to my health. And taking care of myself. Well, see, then that is a wonderful gift he's given us. That's right. That's you know the why? best gift so far we've ever gotten from that fool. We'll be right back after these messages. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth. You know, Angela, I, you know, I, the, the Republicans are testing me. They really are. They really are. They oh. really, really are. So if you didn't see it, um, people this week, there was a, a vigil for the victims in Florida who were shot by the white supremacist, um, lynched, essentially. And um, your favorite, DeSantis, came and people booed him, which I say huzzah to them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they literally said, one person literally yelled out, you're not welcome here. Your policies caused this. Thank you. I'm so glad someone said it to his face. This is a man who sits there and says that Black history makes white children feel mm -hmm. bad. Meanwhile, you got a 21-year-old who thinks that it is within his power, grace, and gift of God to go mm -hmm. and mow down three Black people while he takes his life. I don't give a fuck about your life. 
it's not it's not a small thing that his first stop the place that this this terrorist first went was a historically black college that's right where by the way they teach african-american history i i i can't and i you know i i just don't i don't like that we allow because i i agree with the booing and i also just feel like why give him that 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 focus this man is a racist he is catering to and inciting this mob and this kind of violence i just don't i don't have any need for him if he's going to come to a vigil he can come to a vigil because you can't stop that right Right. it's a free country so far and he can go to it but you don't have to give him focus and you don't have to protect him because the reality is he shouldn't be there no this is not his community he does not, you know, he what? isn't actively he, against this community. Annalt, AJ Laguerre, Gerald Deshaun Gallion, and Angela Michelle Carr, all of those people deserve more than to have their vigil be a campaign stop for one of the biggest racist demagogues currently on the national scene. Be able to use their death and their the dismay of their lives of, to, of to them cover. being killed to come to, to act as if he cares. That's no, you right. don't get to come be governor. No. You've done everything to govern against these people, and then you're going to show up and they pay. Thank you. In April, DeSantis had signed a permitless carry bill into law, which allows people to legally carry a firearm without training or a background check. That's what he did. Yes. And, and his other policy is to crack down on diversity initiatives and teaching of black history in public schools over concerns of, quote unquote, woke indoctrination, because you know what? That's what's dangerous, not racism, because nobody's or, died or, or from woke somebody, indoctrination. Or somebody coming in with a legal gun that they were allowed to buy and mow down and shoot somebody because we haven't taught them better. Oh, and because they, because they, they, this is a person who cuts funding for everything. Oh, that could oh, help people. Talk speaking about that, of, speaking of, Governor Ron DeSantis rejected some three hundred and fifty million dollars in federal energy efficiency incentives for Florida. No, nope, you can't have that. He will stand in your way of your benefit, and when you vote for him, when you vote for him, that's what you're voting for. He is the only governor to block the Inflation Reduction Act energy rebates. And if Florida doesn't apply for them by next August, that means that they, the Energy Department can take the money back and allocate it to different states. Give it to me. That's what he's doing I'll to you, it. Florida. That's I'll what take he's doing. It. I'll take it. And that's out of spite. Yeah, he just, it's a campaign. Again, it's a campaign move. It's just so we can say, I rejected the money, but you need the money. And he also... I can't even get my mind around this. He also rejected an additional $3 million in IRA funding to help the state fight pollution. He vetoed the federal solar for all program and turned down $24 million in grants from the bipartisan infrastructure law. Yeah. How is that possible that 47.9% of Americans have a favorable opinion of DeSantis? Because we do we we do otherism. We do but both sides. We do not call this person out for ash. For me, to me, the fact that CNN and MSNBC are not running whole issue, you know, the conversation that needed to happen yeah. about after what happened in uh, Jacksonville and directly tying that to Ron DeSantis and his policies to me is um, 
it's just a shame. You can't, you shouldn't be able to be in news. That's right. You just shouldn't. And we shouldn't allow this person to walk around as if they're doing anything for their state. That's right. As if he cares. As the state gets what? Smacked by a hurricane. Again. Idalia. Idalia came, you know. Here's the other thing. And when you're watching continuously, people like uh like uh Vivek, Vivek Ramaswathi, mm-hmm. he comes out and says, you know, the climate change agenda. Right. You know, keep keep thinking stupid, Florida. Keep voting stupid because you're going to vote yourself into the ocean, in exist, into the ocean, in existence. As he's turning down funding, <laughs> like just so he can say he did. That's the only reason. That meat is greasy. It's greasy. Greece wildfire becomes the largest recorded by EU. See, it, the weather don't need you to believe in it, it really for it don't. to happen. It really don't. It really don't. It doesn't require that you believe in science or you know it. It will make you feel it and experience the largest fire recorded in EU history. And then finally, Meta says it stopped major Chinese influence campaign. Meta said in a report that it had taken down thousands of fake accounts used in a Chinese influence campaign that was the largest such a covert operation it had ever seen. For you, I'm gonna stop right there. Yeah, Facebook had to spend money. You know that they don't want to do put no money towards. Now, you know how bad this had to be. Yeah, well, that's why they want to get the PR credit for it for sure. Um, Meta says it removed seven thousand seven hundred Facebook accounts, nine hundred fifty four Facebook pages, fifteen. Facebook groups and 15 Instagram accounts linked to the campaign. That's what they found. The campaign effort, which also used YouTube, TikTok, Reddit, Pinterest, and X, formerly Twitter, dated to 2019 and was known as Spamouflage because it involved the frequent posting of spam messages. Meta said the campaign had little success spreading pro-China messages. Uh, We have not found evidence of this network getting any substantial engagement among authentic communities in our services. You know, I feel like we get we get hammered from China in two different ways. From the psychological space. And from the drug space. Mm -hmm. You know, what we're experiencing in this country is what Britain did to China at the turn of the century by flooding it full of opium and turning a bunch of people into addicts. They're doing it in reverse through through Mexico to us with fentanyl. That's where our drugs come from. You know what I mean? And we are, and what we don't, we have to understand in a cold war situation is, you know, what we understand in, in, in America is we, you know, you want to fight We'll go to war. Right. But you don't understand when other people are warring against you and bathing you in toxicity. Well, you know, and I just with Meta, it's like, come on, boo. So what you're telling me is that they didn't, this wasn't a very successful campaign, but you did get it. How about the successful ones? That's right. (laughs) I I mean, like, it's just sort of like, I was like, this is a weird announcement in my mind. It doesn't really seem 
as um, good for them as they might have thought. But what I do, what I am, of course, happy to see is that they're that they are willing to take down something because it seems like they let a lot of stuff slide. That, well, and there, there's my point: is that discussion of what are we? What's the point? Because at the end of the day, Meta has to make a decision: is what is good for your platform? Is any junk and business okay? Because at, you know, at, at X, at, you know, it used to be Twitter. Now they're talking about be allowing you to have uh, to take away uh, being a blocked, you know, and blocking people. That that That's... is the last nail in the coffin for me. Yeah, yeah, no, there's no way, there's no way that anybody should subject themselves to the trolling and the 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 you know assault of a bunch of trolls. And to me, stopping these types of accounts is a country rolling another country. Yep. You know what, Angela? That is our final word. And now it's time for emails, emails. Time to go get your emails. I want to thank you for writing us at frangela08 at gmail.com. This first email is from Marie. Hello, Frangela. Thank you for making me laugh and making me think of issues from new perspectives. She sent us an article about 33 cops that were arrested in one precinct. I believe it. Because in, uh, I believe it's in Georgia. Um, she said, as for the article, I know the answer. Instead of hiring bad cops, they should be locked away. Bless you both, Marie. Thank you, Marie. We agree. And next up, this is from Gordon A. He says, hi, Frangela. Thank you so much for the cameo video today. The pep talk was much needed and I appreciate you ladies so much. Was actually going to pay for an advice video to follow up on uh, what the heck I'm going to say in this ask for a raise meeting, but it said that you were temporarily unavailable. We're available now, Gordon. If I can contribute to you guys monetarily to get advice, please let me know what the best way would be to pay you and how much. Oh, you're so sweet. Take care and I wish you continued success, Gordon. Gordon is my favorite. Gordon is my favorite. Gordon is amazing. Thank you, Gordon. And I never feel like you can't donate. Go to frangela.com, hit the button. It's through PayPal. You can always do that any amount. Yes, we appreciate you. And now it's time for resistance. I'm going to tell you something, friends. I'm just in my feelings about this. So this week, I would like you to donate to Fonny Willis. <laughs> yes. Just Fonny. Yep, just She's Fonny. an elected official. She'll run for re-election. So go to Act Blue. It's secure. And give to Fonny Willis, Fulton County District Attorney. She was the first elected woman DA for the Atlanta Judicial Circuit, the largest circuit in the state of Georgia. She's doing her job and the Lord's work. And that's where I just go do that. Because that's what we need to do is show support for justice. Yes, I'm Frances Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The Final Word. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, 
shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth.